Ladies and gentlemen, this is your weekend wrap-up. Hello, beautiful bell breakers. It is is a kind of a shitty weekend. It's kind of (laughs) rainy and gross out. It was nice yesterday. It was, and I thought it was going to be nice today. It was supposed to be. But it is is the weekend, though, so we must wrap this up for y'all with all the stuff that's going on in the world. Pretty pink bowl. I I don't know if there's any... Thing pretty you could ever wrap anything no. up that goes on in what, this country what, anymore. One weekend we're gonna have one, and we're be like, "Damn, what? what everything turned out really well." Yeah, you remember <laughs> when we started the weekend wrap up? We're like, "And if we have nothing to talk about, we could maybe like talk about sports right, or right, talk yeah, about movies, movies, entertainment, uh, pop or, culture." It yeah, just, just we, hasn't happened. No, because there's <laughs> been that much stuff. Yeah, there's just always something to talk about. There's always just outrage going on. Yeah. Always. Um, the latest like mass killing or the latest like cop stabbing or, or whatever stabbing or what have you my my earbuds just fell apart <laughs> let me get that back together so so it's been hard for us to get into anything other than the bullshit that's going on in the country right. because there's so much of it and as we said early on in the show and later on in the show and we've said multiple times it's like um we haven't been short of things to talk about, so we kind of started our podcast at a, at a very nice time because yeah. <laughs> we've never not had something to talk <laughs> yeah. about. Yeah, Tw- so. 2020 and going into 2021 has been uh, what they the professionals call a shitstorm. Yeah, the professionals and us, which we, we we're not. Are, the, are we professionals? Are, are we not? The professionals? Well, I think we we I guess we've weathered the shitstorm enough. We we know one yeah. when we see one. Yeah, which <laughs> it's just always a shitstorm, so we just yeah. always. Yeah, no one. It's like here. I said, one day we're gonna have something, and we're gonna be like, oh, so sports. Yeah, <laughs> that, yeah. Well, that. I I just had to turn off sports because it was yes. distracting me. You'd like go to send me an article. And I'm like, wait, watch the the coach is about to get thrown out <laughs> of this game. So, um, yeah. So I had to turn off the sports, unfortunately, because we have things to talk about. But before we talk about them, we gotta get into our coffee fix of freedom, which is. Um, Run Your Mouth Coffee, the yes. official coffee of the Break the Bell podcast, founded by um, jo- John Odermatt of the Lions of Liberty and Matt Pengy of the, the Homeschools and Homestead podcast. Fun fact, John Odermatt is coming back on our show tomorrow night. Awesome. He is uh, our criminal justice advocate yes. guy. We had him on a few months ago to ta- discuss the Breonna Taylor yes. uh, trial and all, all the stuff going on with that. Well, with this whole Derek Chauvin thing going on, we are. I, I called him out and I was like, "Hey, come back on our show to talk about yeah. yet another um, big contested trial." Right. So yeah, so that will be going a little late tomorrow well, night at seven thirty. And it seems like, I mean, you know, ever since the the Floyd thing back in May, mm-hmm. I mean, there's been kind of a, a steady stream, but things have died down. Right. But the last month, month and a half, it's like things have really picked up again. And mm-hmm. I mean, you've had the the Watson case, you've had the uh, the the Bryant case out in uh, in uh, Indianapolis. Yeah, I think so. And uh, which one's the Bart Bryant one? Uh, that the one you got right there. In oh, the stabbing. Yeah, oh, the that stabbing. was uh, Ohio. Ohio, my bad. Yeah, that's why LeBron James is so upset because he's from Ohio. Oh, right, right. And uh. so it, it's just been kind of a nonstop. Yeah. So, so so we got John come on. We're not going to talk a lot about the Derek Chauvin stuff today because yeah. he's coming on tomorrow night at seven thirty. Uh, for that live stream, yeah. so we are and bumping it back a half an hour. And, and it's one of the things, you know, when we we saw, you know, the the, re- not the results, but the, uh, the verdict verdict come down, and and both of us kind of went back and forth, and, and we're like, this this could be a mess to touch on, and but then we were like, 
we got to do it. Yeah, we have to. <laughs> and um, we, we're getting somebody else to come own up to some of our statements, too. So it's not yeah. just us that are um, going on a suicide mission yeah. to talk about this. We're going to have John Odermatt, founder of Run Your Mouth Coffee, which is where I started with all this. <laughs> um Long story short. Yeah, long story short, check out Run Your Mouth Coffee, <laughs> uh, rymcoffee.com. They support freedom. They support freedom of speech. Um, it's one of our our go-to companies that does actually support your freedoms, which is hard to come by these days. They do make an excellent coffee fresh to your door. Just go to rymcoffee.com. Tell them we sent you with the promo code Break the bell, all one word, and you'll get 10% off your order plus free shipping. So check them out, and then check out our episode tomorrow with John John Odermatt coming live with us. So you can actually hear the voice of Run Your Mouth Coffee, Run His Mouth. So um, it, it, it'll just kind of be like a Matrix thing. It's like the uh, yeah. the Run Your Mouth Coffee guy's running his mouth right now. So it, while, while he's on the show. And maybe we'll get lucky and he'll drink Run Your Mouth Coffee oh, while running I his mouth. I think that's guaranteed. I, I think he has to. Yeah. So, I think uh, we can get him to be like, mm, tastes like freedom. I, I think we could probably make okay. that happen. Excellent. So uh, check that episode out. Also check out um rymcoffee.com uh, I'll be curious to see what kind of state we're in tomorrow after uh we play volleyball tonight. Oh, we're probably going to be dying. Yes. Probably yeah. most so, likely dying. So, so uh, if I'm just sitting here like this tomorrow, yeah, we'll be in like slings and like casts <laughs> yeah. and stuff and yeah. have a neck break. But break we'll still on. be here. <laughs> we are playing our first game in a volleyball league tonight. So, yes, um, first time in 2 years. We should live stream our volleyball game. That would be quite the sight. That would be. Maybe maybe bonus content. Um <laughs> Anyway, check out our sponsor. They love freedom. If you love freedom as much as you love coffee, check out Run Your Mouth Coffee. That was a long promo for yeah. our sponsor. Well, and we know, talked passionate. about a whole bunch of other things, too. <laughs> we basically did a mini episode in that, that sponsorship. Yeah. So we are going to get into the main episode, which, again, we're not going to discuss the George Floyd trial or the Derek Chauvin trial because we're going to be digging so much into that tomorrow. Yeah. So we don't want to be redundant when there's so much other yeah. stuff to talk about. Absolutely. Plenty of other police killings and stabbings yeah, exactly. and all that stuff to so, talk about. So, so you'll get your fill. Before we get into the police shootings and all that stupid shit that keeps coming up, we have some other news that we felt was worthy of noting. Yes. First and foremost being uh, Caitlyn Jenner, formerly known as Bruce Jenner. Yes, the, four, the uh, Olympic... Uh, was it five? How many medals did he win? He was the a decathlon lot. winner. I Maybe. mean, he was like the he used to be the uh, the 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 record holder of yeah. Olympic medals. Wasn't he like the man's man or something? He, he was, was on a Wheaties box. Yeah, he was Wheaties box. Uh, yeah. Now he's the the woman's man or the man's <laughs> man's woman. woman? I'm, I don't know. Yes. Anyway, you know you know who we're you talking know who about. we're talking about. Light was it Life magazine that declared Caitlyn Jenner Woman of the Year? Yes, yes. Uh, so brave, you know. Just a champion of trans rights, you yeah, and sure. darling of the of the LGBTQ movement. Whatever, right? whatever your opinion is of Caitlyn Jenner or trans or anything like that, that's not the debate today. Yes, the debate today is the fact is the whole like a certain group of people inevitably like cannibalizing themselves, like yes. like going after their own because, like we yeah. said, Caitlyn Jenner was Woman of the Year and just this right. brave. Face of bravery. Yes. Well, now Caitlyn Jenner has decided to run for governor of California, 
which before you laugh at that, you have to go back and remind yourself, we had Arnold Schwarzenegger as governor of California. So can it really get, I mean, is this really that ridiculous? Uh, no. <laughs> when the no. governor, like the, the phrase governor was coined because right. of Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. yeah. Nigger. Nigger. Not <laughs> Nigger. Nigger. Schwarzenegger. Yes. Schwarzenegger. But, but because he was the Terminator, oh. that's why he was the governor. Oh, okay. Gotcha. So, yeah. Gotcha. That's cleared up, glad. So, <laughs> Caitlyn Jenner um, has is being attacked by LGBTQ activists now because she announced that she is running as a Republican. Yes, apparently that is worse than anything else. Well, yeah. Well, the problem is um, that the fact that she voiced he, she, whatever you want to call it. I'm just going to say she just because, yes. because whatever. Poor Katie. Caitlyn was supportive of Donald Trump, like for openly supportive of Donald Trump. So now everybody is just like, this person is not in any position to run for governor. Yes. Like, we don't like this person, even though she was so brave before. Yes. So this article says, um, let me share it. Despite Caitlyn Jenner's transgender identity, LGBTQ activists are not happy with the former Olympian's bid to oust Gavin Newsom as governor of California. California. Wow, I can't talk today. Um, anybody that's going to oust Gavin Newsom as governor, I would think, would get yeah, all the support. Except for an, a Republican. Yeah. <laughs> Shortly after Jenner made the big announcement that they would... So, Jenner's going by they now? I, maybe that's her pronoun. Or oh, I know, but... but yeah, you would think she'd go with she. I, I hadn't know. heard that. <laughs> That's just hard for me to say. I'm sorry. Uh, no, it's it's fine. It's, it's hard fine. for me to even understand. Yeah. Uh, shortly after Jenner made the big announcement that they would run for governor, LGBTQ activists were upset that Jenner would be running as a Republican. Make no mistake, we can't wait to elect a hashtag trans governor of California. Again, all the only thing they care about is electing a trans. Yeah. It's just like uh, Kamala Harris did such a great feat because she's— right. Regardless of her qualifications, yeah. she was the first right black and eight. Well, and Indian that's the same thing with uh, who, who's the um, the the Muppet that uh, <laughs> is the Health and Human Services. Mm, I, I don't mean, remember the name, but not yes. not qualified whatsoever. Can't give a freaking answer, straight answer to save their lives. But everybody's so happy that they were they were put into that position. Yes, just so. the fact. That we're putting a trans person yeah. up there, that that's enough qualification. Yeah. Make no mistake, we can't wait to elect a trans governor of California, tweeted Equality California. But Caitlyn Jenner spent years telling the LGBTQ plus community to trust Donald Trump. We saw how that turned out. Now she wants us to trust her. Hard pass. It goes on to say, trans activist Charlotte Clymer went even further by denouncing Jenner as un an unqualified hack. So let's back up here. Yes. Again, going back, Caitlyn Jenner was deemed the bravest person in all yes. of America, according to yeah. what was it, People? I think People it was Time. Times? Time, was yeah. it Time Magazine? Time Magazine. Yeah. Okay. She was yeah, Woman she was of the Year. Woman the, Time Magazine Woman of the Year. Yeah. Like, similar to Donald Trump. So much popularity, yep. so much freaking like everybody bowed down and worshipped yes. these people and yeah. wanted to have be like connected to these people, 
being Caitlyn Jenner and Donald Trump until they come out with their politics. And then all of a sudden they are the worst human beings. Right. On, yeah. No qualifications yep. whatsoever. A hack. A, a hack, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Because and <laughs> Caitlyn Jenner hasn't even like I don't even know if she's come out and given um, her like political standings. But the fact yeah. that she's supported Trump at all is enough for them to be like. Nothing. We don't want anything yeah. to do with this hack because even though five minutes ago, yeah, woman of the year, yeah, and, and, and unfortunately, she's viewed as probably poisonous to them. Mm -hmm. Toxin, probably one of the most dangerous things that could happen. Oh, yeah. is a transgender Republican. One of ours. One of ours has uh, flipped to the dark side. Is yeah. what it seems like. Right. We might as well just go back to being a freaking man. Is right. what yeah. it sounds like. So it says. Uh, Caitlyn Jenner is deeply unqualified hack who doesn't care about anyone but herself. Where was this talk back when she was Time Magazine Woman of the Year? Right. Because she probably didn't care about anybody other than herself at that time either. Well, but, but remember that's when she was, she was, you know, so brave and selfless mm -hmm. because she came out. But isn't but leaving, isn't leaving your family and declaring yourself a woman selfish? Yeah, uh, again, I mean, I, I, nothing that. That family has anything to do with has wasn't selfish. Selfish, like yeah. he, he, she is part of the Kardashian family, the most selfish family in the freaking. Absolutely, yeah. You look, uh, yeah, absolutely. You think of selfish and self-absorbed. Yes, the Kardashian Kardashians. family and Caitlyn Jenner is part of that. Yes, but now all of a sudden that's a problem that she her views are terrible and she's a horrible candidate and she only cares about herself. Says Caitlyn Jenner has no real support. I don't care about her candidacy. I do care about. The ways in which her asinine views will be weaponized against trans people and the ways in which transphobia will go unchecked. She's fucking trans. How are is there going to be unchecked yeah. transphobia? Yeah. I, I don't understand. Like like I said, they're eating themselves because yeah. somebody falls out of line with that yep. that narrative or that that um, ideology. Yeah. They, it doesn't matter if the person... Um, it doesn't matter what they do if they fall out of that that mentality. It's like, well, yeah. well, you you're clearly transphobic, you're racist, oh, yeah. you're homophobic. Yeah, but it's the same thing as the the Candace Owens, mm -hmm. the Tim Scotts, you know, the the anybody who is uh, supposed to be on the left that comes out as a Republican, they're automatically demonized. Or a person of color, or a person of what? What do they call it? internalized racism? Yeah, this is uh, internalized transphobia. Maybe mm, I maybe. don't know. I, 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 I don't mean, know. it's just so pathetic. It says this is purely a vanity campaign, and it's incredibly selfish. Isn't that any campaign? Yes. Caitlyn Jenner's only real political position is doing whatever it takes to boost Caitlyn Jenner, and she doesn't care who gets hurt along the way. Like, like this is not the language that Time Magazine was was saying about her. Yeah, well, yeah. Four or five years. We should ago. find that article. We should. I'd be curious to remember what it well, says. Well, again, it, it kind of is parallel to Donald Trump. Like everybody yeah. loved him when he was throwing his money around at everyone. Everyone wanted everything to do with him. Mm -hmm. But when he came out against a certain side, oh, he's just the worst, most racist yeah. human on the face of the planet. It's like, yeah. hey, oh, and he always has been. No, really, because you all were bumping shoulders with him five years ago. Right. Yeah. But now all of a sudden he's the the most yeah. horrible. Hitler person. Yeah. When are they going to come out and say Caitlyn Jenner's Hitler? Is my question. Oh, I'm I'm sure it's got to come. If Caitlyn wins, yes, Caitlyn will be Hitler. Caitlyn Jenner is the uh, Trojan horse of the trans. There community. you go. Yep, yep. Everybody was expecting it. Yeah, went in and like became one of them, and then yep. 
all of a sudden just destroyed it Boom. from the inside. Turned destroyed out. from the inside. Yep. It says, um, whatever you may think of Caitlyn Jenner, and I do not think kindly of her, please remember there are numerous valid critiques of her without turning the, to transphobia. Please think before you post. Please. <laughs> Good Lord. Says transgender writer Jennifer Finley Boylan told HuffPost in an email, I wish her well personally, but I can't see how the conservative policy she is likely to embrace will help Californians. Sasha Burchert, or Bookert, um, co-director of Transgender Rights Project at the LGBTQ rights group Lambda Legal, said Jenner should be judged based on the policies being proposed. It matters to us what policies candidates support. Yeah, now it matters what policies yeah. they support when it's somebody on the other side. When it was Joe Biden who wouldn't even say what his policies were, it was just the fact that, well, it's not Donald Trump. That's his policy. And what their track record might be on a full range of issues, not just trans rights and inclusion. <laughs> Good God, man. Mm. That is the lens one should always use in evaluating any candidate, including Caitlyn Jenner. Oh, I can't. I can't anymore. Yeah, I, it's just all just freaking hypocrisy when it comes like we can embrace whoever, whatever, just based on the pure merits that they are yeah. transgender or that they're a woman or that they're black or that they're Latino or wh whatever. But when it comes to, oh, shit, they're, they're saying the other side politics. Yeah. Well, we got to look at their policies. Uh, it matters to us what their pol their track record. Now it fucking matters what the track record is. Yeah. They weren't looking at Kamala Harris's track record no. when they elected her. No, the first they were just vice so president. happy that she was the first female black vice president. Indian. Indian, ja Jamaican. I, I don't know. It's just person like, of color. It's just hypocrisy, pure yeah. hypocrisy, because it, the track record only matters when the track record is kind of against your track. What yeah. you, you go for. So that's all. You got anything else to say about this? I have the article here, um, but we don't need to go through it right now. Right. Uh, we got enough to cover, but it, it it's interesting to go back and read. So mm -hmm. it's something we we'll probably do at some point. Yeah. So. I'm sure we'll hear more from this whole Caitlyn Jenner. Oh, yeah, running. it's just getting started. Well, the whole uh, trend of celebrities running for offices yeah. is becoming a thing, like yeah. Matthew McConaughey running for governor in right. Texas. I'm Again, well, I, I, I don't – I have no no liking of celebrities running for yeah. public office. Right. Like, I, I don't think they um, have any connection with no, the real world No, whatsoever. they're so out of touch, yes. you know, and – I think there was a poll recently. The celebrity everybody w most wanted to run for president was The Rock. <laughs> well, I mean, well, although I would love to see him be like, Iran, do you smell what The Rock is cooking? I, I would love to see that. <laughs> I would love it. But, I mean, we had Jesse Ventura in what, Minnesota? Yeah. We had the governor, like we said. Schwarzenegger. We had, uh, well, now we have McConaughey. We mm -hmm. have. Well, Clint Eastwood was mayor of a, really? a oh yeah in a city in California. Ronald, Ronald Reagan. Ronald Reagan's can't, the most famous. Can't forget Ronald Reagan. So I mean, it's not like it's a new thing, but oh. it's becoming a more and more popular thing because these yeah. are the the voice of reason. Right. Yeah. Even even the celebrities, and you'll we'll talk about later on in this episode the celebrities that came up from rough upbringings, like LeBron James, for example. Right. They're still so fucking out of touch at oh, this yeah. point, and yeah. not going back to yeah like. Their roots and stuff. Yeah. I mean, 
they 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 can say all they want that they're for the people. It's just like, dude, yeah. you're you're a billionaire. You yeah. you don't know what we're you, going. You don't to. You, you don't go. You don't know what the price of a gallon of milk is. Mm-hmm. You don't know what the price of a gallon of gasoline is. You don't know what it's like to send your kids to a public school. Mm. You know, you you don't know what it's like to to you know lock your windows at night. You know, because you're afraid someone might break in or or to change a tire or you know any of that shit because you you live in your own little bubble. I'm sure at some point you did know that, but I, I feel like you've gone a long way yeah. from that. And to stand on your high horse and just point fingers is just yeah not the place you should be. No. Anyway, moving on. Yes. Other news, apparently the House has passed, and this has been kind of <laughs> going back and forth for a long time now, but the House has passed D.C. statehood bill to make the, uh, Washington, D.C. the 51st state after a heated floor debate. I, I don't know what my opinion is of this. I know what the plan is here, right. that they're wanting just to add more Right, senators, or it's kind of like it's packing man- the courts. Yeah, it, it's manipulation mm-hmm. of the political system, and yeah, it's exactly like packing the courts. The Democrats are trying to set it up so that they have power in in the government for the next fifty years. Yeah, so uh, Washington D.C. only has seven hundred thousand people. Is this would this be the smallest mm-hmm. represented state? Like people? No, I think Rhode Island is still. Uh, let me look up population of Rhode Island real quick. Either way, that's very few people represented for them to be like, oh, we need them to be represented. According to this article, um, which it's not going to pass in Senate, I don't see at all, um, it's talking about the that they got into heated arguments how Republicans were using racist terminology, saying one Senate, like this guy, um, Mondaire Jones of New York, um, was calling out some Republicans, saying one Senate Republican said that D.C. would be a well-rounded working class. Wouldn't it be a well-rounded working class state? And he said, "I had no idea there were so many syllables for the word white." So he's basically mm-hmm. saying Republicans don't want to be a state because there's too many black people there, <laughs> which I'm it's sure there are some people, racist people out there that think that. Yeah, but that's not my reason for not. Wanting this to push through again, it's seven hundred thousand people. Yeah, and I'm yeah. trying to find. Okay, Wy- Wyoming only has a population of, let's see, five hundred seventy-eight thousand. Really? Yes. I did not. Me know neither. That. So Rhode Island actually has one point zero six million. Okay, so it wouldn't be the least populated state, but no. still, it's talking about how they would. Um, kind of rezone DC because you said how it was set up so it would be yeah what, for I, all people for all people so it's not like its own state right so uh, the, yeah the Capitol buildings the the Capitol Square you know the 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 Congress you know all that stuff is meant to be part uh, independent of any state it's supposed to be owned by all the the citizens of the country well they plan to keep that they're just going to i can't find in this article what it says but they're just they're going to kind of rezone it and like re uh border it so the main population area would be a state and then the like the the capital and like capital square and like this um the white house and supreme court would all still be just the capital it'd just be like a smaller capital but then the rest of the city would be its own state 
My response to that is if these people want their own representation, it sits right on the border of Maryland and Virginia. Yeah. Throw them into one of those damn states. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Why go through the rigors of making it a, a full-blown new state when you have two states yeah. right there that you could throw them into? The only thought of that is they're probably <laughs> – Either one of those states probably leans a little more to the right than they want right. or something like that. Yeah. I, I don't know which way they lean, but I, I think Virginia ha- has has been slowly taken over by the left mm-hmm. um, because people from D.C. have kind of migrated over there. Uh, Maryland, I think, has always kind of been that way. So, um, But it's like, okay, why not then – why not split up New York? Why not split up Illinois? You think people in rural Illinois or rural New York want to be tied down to Chicago politics? Right? So right. why not? Why not split them up? I mean, it doesn't this set president set, California. California exactly. There's a lot of states that w- want the representation yeah. that their right. demographic where they live represents, yeah. and instead of having a chunk mm-hmm. of like a small section of the state running the politics exactly. across the board, right? So either. Like, A, like I said, throw them into one of these other states. Or B, like you said, we're setting a precedent for all states to decide, you know what, if they can do it, we want representation of our state. All this seems to be is to throw off the balance of the Senate to to add another. Yeah, because the the other thing that they talked about, you know, is doing away with the Electoral College. That's unlikely unless they do pack the courts. Yeah. This is an easier way to get around it, mm-hmm. to gain more representation. I'm surprised that they're not talking more about Puerto Rico like they were before. Well, does what side, what direction does Puerto Rico lean, though, politically? Because if right. they're not leaning to the left, then they're not going to touch that because— Yeah, well, and maybe that's why they're not talking about it. I mean, right after the hurricanes, when they were talking about how Trump was stonewalling them, right, they were all leaning left. But then mm-hmm. when it came out that it was actually the Puerto Rican— government that was hiding that money and resources from the people people started to kind of have their eyes open a little bit says republicans argue that because washington dc's establishment is constitutionally based any change to the district must come in the form of constitutional amendment so it's going to be a little bit harder to read this re interesting district it like that so it's going to have to go to the supreme court then. yes it says not legi- well it's going to have to go back to the states is what right. it's going to have to do yeah uh it says not legislation from congress and the gop planned statehood as a p- as a power grab by or it says the gop panned statehood as a power grab by democrats to expand the majority in the senate by adding two more senators from the li- liberal enclave which mm. that's kind of what i'm saying throw yeah. off the balance right now it's a 50 50 split with the vice president being right. the deciding vote you add DC yeah. as another state, then you got two yeah. more senators, uh, probably on. Yeah. The, the so, Democrat. so we see right there, it's unconstitutional for him to legislate DC into statehood. Mm-hmm. It needs to go through a vote of the states. Probably need uh, what is it like a? Probably sixty percent. Yeah, uh, I can't remember what it was like. I think it was like a. Two thirds or three quarters percent. Uh, yeah, I want to say when we went back because we went yeah. through the constitution. I want, yeah, I want to say two thirds vote. Either way, they're not going. going they're not going to gonna get, get that. it. No. Um. So and they're not going to even win it in Senate. But no. the fact that it is a constitution issue right. here, it's yeah, I mean, and it, it's the same thing as packing the court. It's not going to pass. It's them, but the, but the fact that they're trying is scary as shit. Uh, well, again, the 
politicians typically don't have the people's best interest no. in hand. They're, they're not like, well, these people are yeah. underrepresented. No, they, they don't yeah. give a shit I, about I don't that. see Nancy Pelosi standing there. Well, we really want to make sure Washington, D.C. gets the representation it needs. No, they don't give a shit. No, they're like, hey, how can we get extra senators exactly. so we can get around some of this bullshit yeah, process? Exactly. So there's that to look forward to. A lot of things to look forward to. Yeah. Like N- nothing like specific yet. Yeah. Like they're trying to get rid of the filibuster right now. Yeah. And there's actually a, a Democrat senator that was standing in the yeah, way. Yeah, West that. Virginia. Um, like I said, and he's he's going to be the big like decider. I'm surprised the Democrats aren't trying to get someone to take him out in a primary because or of the fact that he is more of in a, a conservative. Car accident. <laughs> yeah, there you go, the Clinton way. Yeah, speaking of the Clinton way, um, <laughs> moving on. That was a nice segue. That Thank was you. a very nice segue. I wasn't sure I was going to segue into this. Uh, the the. Ghislaine Maxwell trial kicked off earlier yes. this week. It's funny we haven't heard more about that. Well, because Derek Chauvin's trial is far more important than human trafficking trial of, course. of the elites. Um, so she came out and gave a verdict, or not a verdict, but a um, a plea of not guilty, yes. which no surprise there. Right. Um, she is like being charged with human trafficking or, let's see, it says, we'll get there, but th- this article says that um, also, speaking of the Clintons, uh, pictures have been released of the Clinton White House um, welcoming Epstein and Maxwell as VIP guests. That doesn't surprise me. But it goes against everything Clinton said about his relationship with Epstein and how far back his relationship goes. Well, there's a freaking portrait of Clinton in in (laughs) Epstein's mansion. In a blue dress. In a blue dress. And it's creepy as fuck. Fuck. I mean, it's kind of hard to. I don't know what he's talking about. I, I barely, I barely talked to him. Yeah, I, I, I don't know where he. That's that's not me. I did not <laughs> pose for that picture. Yes. <laughs> it just depends on what your definition of is is. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um. So this article says, Ghislaine Maxwell and Jeffrey Epstein were once White House guests of the former President Bill Clinton. New pictures prove. The images were published by The Sun days after Ma- Maxwell's last court appearance on sex trafficking charges in Manhattan related to her alleged procurement of underage rape victims for the con- convicted pedophile. The disgusting duo, <laughs> this is Fox News, so obviously, okay. which yeah, they good. are a disgusting duo. They are disgusting. It doesn't matter what side of politics you're on, they're a disgusting yeah. duo. The disgusting duo were invited to the White House in 1993, so that's way, that's way right back. At the beginning. After Epstein reportedly donated money to have the Oval Office refurbished. Hmm. Conflict of interest there, maybe? Yes. Nobody came out and said that in the beginning. Oh, oh yeah, I, I forgot. He uh, he uh, donated money so I could get uh, new carpets in the Oval Office. Says they turned or toured the East Room and the presidential resident during a reception, the paper reported. So here's the image here. I don't know if you've seen this image. That's a nice, young, strapping Bill Clinton. That so is. That is when he's rather strapping. Back in his saxophone-playing days. Yes. The pictures, the pictures expand the timeline of Clinton's involvement with Epstein and Maxwell. This is the interesting part. Prior to their surfacing, some of the oldest photos linking the trio were from 2002. Clinton was photographed aboard Epstein's private jet, along with Maxwell and one of the late billionaire's rape accusers. The former president also reportedly had a private dinner with Maxwell in 2014. So this isn't too far back at all. Mm -mm. Long after Epstein was convicted of child sex abuse. So after his first conviction, the president had 
a private dinner with Maxwell. Not It doesn't say Epstein, but with Maxwell. Says Clinton has denied ever visiting Epstein's private island in the Bahamas. Well, didn't Maxwell say that she had slept with Clinton? Well, yeah, I think that's coming out, too, okay. on, in this article. Clinton has denied visiting Epstein's private island in the Bahamas, but accuser Virginia Giffer has claimed to be on the island at the same time as the ex-president. Clinton has maintained he was unaware of any sexual misconduct in his dealings with the wealthy financier. Epstein has also socialized with Donald Trump before he was president and Prince Andrew, who Giffer claims she was forced to have sex with. Epstein, facing a slew of sex charges, was found fatally hanged in Manhattan jail cell in 2019. Um, and also, last week, his Florida mansion was demolished. I don't know if you knew that. I did not know that. Yeah, I thought that was interesting, Wouldn't you too. think they would hold off on demolishing that until they had gotten all evidence? Well, maybe they have got all the evidence. Somebody, some real estate guy, like, bought it up and demoed it right away because he said he was tired. It was a stain on the area. So, But, again, that... In my conspiracy brain, that raises yeah. all the, the right. suspicions. It's exactly. Like, why? Why are you demoing this so quickly? Yeah, exactly. But um, this article, it didn't say it, but I did see in another article today that um, there is accusations that he had an affair with with Maxwell. Maxwell so I, I thought I had remembered seeing that. So that if that comes out, that's going to be interesting, too. Mm-hmm. So more stuff to come out. Do you like, think they're trying to drag this out to where Clinton just dies naturally? <laughs> because they're really dragging it out, and and he looks older and older every year. Similar to um, dragging out the JFK files getting released till um, a certain H.W. Bush died naturally. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, I had those theories when H.W. was just like, dude, he's about to die. Can we just hold <laughs> off until he dies? <laughs> I mean, how old is Bill Clinton now? I mean, how I close know. is he? He looks old. Um, I'm really surprised Hillary hasn't killed him off yet. I was going to say, how close is he to, to ha- being off by Hillary? Because she's the real danger here. Mm-hmm. I don't think Bill Clinton was the dangerous Clinton in the family no. by any stretch. But So things like most of this episode are, like the first half at least of this episode, are things to look forward to. Right, yeah. <laughs> because, I mean, nothing's really established. It's just like... These are headlines that aren't really getting talked about too much yeah. because we have the Chauvin trial. We have right. all these other police killings. Yeah. And, and again, it's always what is the other hand doing? Yeah. And it is interesting that the Maxwell trial kicked off and we mm-hmm. hadn't really heard. I hadn't seen anything until these photos came out today, yeah. I think, is when they reported on these photos. So nobody's really saying too much about what's going on with that trial because we're more concerned mm-hmm. about the Derek Chauvin trial. And... Who knows what's going to come out of this one? Yeah. This is one I'm going to follow really closely because yeah. this could this could be interesting or it could just get washed away or she could just be found hanging in a cell for right. all we know. Or so. die of COVID. Or die of COVID, which I'm surprised she's lasted as long as she had, to be honest. So we can move on. We can move on from the things to look forward to to the bullshit that's current underway right now that we have plenty of information on. Yeah. Another police shooting. Yeah. Which this one seems so cut and dry. You would think. You would think. But it's still sparking all the outrage yeah. that is to be sparked. This is the Micaiah Bryant death in Ohio. Mm-hmm. Um, the the African American female that was like wielding a knife and trying to stab other people. Yeah. And Cop got shot. Up on her. He yeah. rolled up and it looked like he tried really quickly to be like, whoa, 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 whoa. And then she kept swinging the knife, and so he, he, he shot, shot her. her. 
Um, I'm going to try to pull up the police footage, if it'll allow me to. Give me just a second. Um, but anyway... They have they have released the the body cam footage like right away, which is rare in these cases right. anymore. You usually lately it's been like after weeks, like well yeah. finally they've released the body cam footage and it looks a little shady. But this one is so cut and dry that it's hard to say anything besides the fact that it was what the police officer said it was. Um, so like I said, the police officer rolls up in the body cam footage. And you see just, like, a mad scene. Right. Like, just people, like, just this big old fight scene going on, and this girl is swinging a knife. And then it shows them, the police officer shoot the girl. Right. And you don't see is one of the girls she, like, lunged at falls down on the ground, and you see a guy there, almost like, tries to kick her, that girl that fell down in the head. Oh, wow. Like, you see him, like, nobody's focused on that, because we're all focused on the knife. Uh, the knife and the police officer shooting, but uh, over to, in the right-hand corner, the girl that falls down, this guy, like, runs by and, like, sw like swings his foot right by her head, like he's trying to, like, stomp her head. And so, it's just like, what the hell was totally going on here? Right. Because, According to her parents, yeah, like she was being attacked and she was defending herself, like right. she was like being attacked by a group of people, and so she used the knife to defend herself. But does that? I I mean, even if that were the case, what's the police officer's responsibility there? Well, yeah, I mean, he sees the the obvious threat and he dispatches. Yeah, I mean, you roll up, even if these people unarmed, they, they look like they're unarmed. Even if they're beating the shit out of her, she pulls out a knife and starts like lunging at people, and yeah. she lunges at more than one person there. <clears throat> what do you do? Just let her do it? Well, she was acting in self-defense yeah. there. It's like he doesn't have time to make that decision or ask questions when yeah. a knife is being <laughs> uh, right. swung around. Well, and I love the the response to people that don't really, you know, <laughs> that don't think things through. Like, well, um, couldn't you uh, just like shot her in the leg or mm, shot, in the, shot in the air to warn her? I mean. Do you have time to decide if that's going to be effective right. or you not? You see somebody who's laying on the ground with another person lunging at them with the mm -hmm. knife. Are, I mean, is that really what you're thinking? Right, right. It's. I mean, you disable the the potential threat. Threat. Yeah. It says this from the Hill. It says um, Florida Representative Val Demings, who is actually a Democrat, surprisingly. Um, on Sunday, said she thought the officer who fatally shot Micaiah Bryant in Columbus responded as he was trained to do, which that, I mean, that statement there could go two ways. It could go as he did the right thing or they're not being trained properly. They were trained to do this and we're training our, our yeah. police officers irresponsibly. So you could go after the system instead of after right. the individual. So that could go two ways there. Yeah. Just the way it was stated there. Says Demings told host John Dickerson on CBS's Face the Nation that when she was police chief in Orlando, Florida, she prayed that her officers would respond as they were trained to do. She said Brian's death was a sad moment for her, noting she had previously worked with foster children like Brian as a social worker. But I also was a patrol officer who was out there on the streets having to make those split-second decisions. You know, not now everybody has the benefit of slowing the video down and seizing the perfect moment. The officer on the street does not have that ability. He or she has to make those split-second decisions, and right. they are tough. But the limited information that I know 
In viewing the video, it appears that the officer responded as he was trained to do, with the main thought of preventing a tragedy and a loss of life of the person who was about to be assaulted. The officer who fatally shot Bryant was identified last week um, as Officer Nicholas Reardon, who joined the department in 2019. Dickerson also asked Demings how she would advise her colleagues in Congress to respond to officer-involved shootings like this one that killed Bryant. Says, let's don't make this a political issue. When we look historically throughout our history, even though there's always been two strong political parties, uh, they always seem in most instances to be able to lay down their political differences and rise to meet the significant moment. We, we don't have that now. Right. It's all about political differences exactly. now. We don't have that ability now right. to lay down our political yeah. differences and it, come together and right i mean in an ideal world yes but it hasn't been like that in 20 years yeah says during the interview demings also called the george floyd justice in policing act which passed the house in march to be approved in the senate it says uh, let's get this done the george floyd justice and policing act is not perfect but it is a major step in the right direction let's get this done we need it the american people need it so there's that mixed in with all the rest of this. Yeah. So, again, obviously there's outrage. There was immediate outrage, like protests in the streets or yeah. going on as soon as this right. happened because yeah. there was another well, and cop killing a black person. Yeah, exactly. And the celebrities were on it. I mean, they immediately started condemning, you know. One, like we mentioned, being LeBron James. LeBron James. Yeah. I mean, he went after the guy hardcore. Yeah. I mean, he, he put up... Uh, an hourglass and was like, you're next. Yeah, basically. His, um, yeah, that's exactly what he said. His tweet was, um, says the LA Lakers star tweeted a photo Wednesday afternoon that prepared to show the officer who was involved or appeared to show the officer who was involved in the shooting with a caption that says, you're next, hashtag accountability. And people are calling this um, a call for violence. Right. Like people on the other side yeah. are saying, hey, this is a call for violence. Yeah. Um, go get him. Yeah, basically, like uh, putting a hit out on this guy when um, he is saying that he was just calling for police accountability. Well, right. when you <laughs> post a picture of that guy right. and say you're next, you're not calling for right. the system in general. You're yeah. calling for that person. Yeah, yeah exactly. And, well, that was his this whole um, explanation because he ended up deleting the tweet after all the yep. backlash. Right. Yeah. And his explanation was um, because. It says, who is this guy? Uh, Tom Cotton of Arkansas, senator from Arkansas, accused him of inciting violence against a police officer, yeah. saying this is a disgraceful and dangerous. This is disgraceful and dangerous. Is the NBA okay with this? Is Twitter okay with it? Um, so he goes on to say, after deleting the post, he comes out with his excuse, saying, I'm so damn tired of seeing black people killed by police. Understandable. I, I, I get that sentiment. Right. That doesn't excuse yeah. uh, calling for violence, if that's indeed what he is doing. Yeah. Maybe it's not what he is doing, but obviously when you're a celebrity like this, you have to be really careful right. of the bullshit you, that yeah. you post. You, you are an influencer, and you being on social media, people are going to take what you say as gospel. What, uh, what happens if uh, Donald Trump posted a picture of— a black person and said, hashtag, you're next. You're next, right. What do you think LeBron James oh. would have said to that? Yeah, exactly. He would have said he's calling for violence against this person. Absolutely. He's calling, this is racist. Yeah. This is um, inciting violence and yep. blah, blah, blah. Yep. Or if he posted a picture of like Maxine Waters and yep. said, you're, I'm coming for you or right. you're next. Yeah. Um, 
It's LeBron no different. James would have been the first per- one of the first people to come out against this. Yeah. He would have absolutely. Yeah. So somebody like that has to understand that it's going to come from come yeah. back to, but, on but, him. But he doesn't because he views himself that he is, he is black. He's the oppressed, and so he doesn't have that kind of power. Right. But we we both know in the real world, yeah, he's probably got more power. He's got a lot of pull being yeah. like the most popular athlete and um, the voice of basically yeah. athletes. He, yeah. He's probably up there with um, Colin Kaepernick when it comes to athletes like promoting right. equal Yeah, equal he, rights he's been extremely vocal the last several years. Yeah. <clears throat> so he says, I'm so damn tired of seeing black people killed by police. I took the tweet down because it's being used to create more hate. Then Duh. he goes on to say, this isn't about one officer. But you chose to make yeah. it one officer. You chose yeah. to post one officer. You didn't. Yeah. You didn't. If you just like posted hashtag police accountability or something mm-hmm. like that, right? Right. Yeah. It would have been a different story. Yeah. But the fact that he targeted that one officer yes. and said, "You're next." Yeah. You can't come back and backpedal and say this isn't about one officer right. because you made the damn post yeah, about one exactly. officer. Yeah. Yeah. And and I I can see where emotions got to him, mm. and he lashed out in the heat of the moment. But that doesn't make you any less accountable. Mm. Says it's about damn time, or about time. Oh, God. Says it's about the entire system, and they always use our words to create more racism. I am so desperate for more accountability. I don't know how this be- got turned, his words got turned into more racism. He should, he can own up to his own thing. Again, yeah. emotional response. I yeah. get it. Right. But own that. Be right. like, dude, exactly. I shouldn't Sorry, have done that. I was pissed when I saw another black person killed by a cop. That was my response. We all need to take a step back, you know. And and really look at that. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Look instead of instead of backing away from it but not apologizing, not and, and calling out the other side yeah. for saying, Oh, they're just using my words to create more racism. Right. No, if if your words are being used to create racism, it's that's on you. Exactly. It's your they're words. Your words. Says um, body cam footage uh, released by Columbus Police Wednesday showed the fatal encounter, which happened just before the the country learned of the jury's verdict against former Minneapolis police officer Derek Chauvin. I think this is actually the video. Let me see if I can pull this one up then. I don't want to play the whole damn thing. I just want the body cam footage. God. I hate videos on other... Yeah. Like, they make you watch the whole damn thing. All right, we're going to have to watch it. Two other girls with a knife. It's a tragedy. There's there's no other way to say it. It's a 16-year-old girl. Officer Nicholas Reardon, who joined the force in December of 2019... It won't let me me restart it. (laughs) The hell is going on here? Your video sucks. Here we go. Saying she was threatening others with a knife. Police body cam video was quickly released. Our Kevin Tibbles has that story, and I need to caution you the images are difficult to watch. Police body cam video shows Micaiah Bryant's final moments. When a Columbus, Ohio police officer responding to a call gets out of his car and seconds later fatally shoots the 16 year old girl. Authorities say Bryant was threatening two other girls with a knife. It's a tragedy. All right. I don't know if you saw. There's, you there's down no in the other corner way to say there. It. 
Yeah, I saw it at the last second there. The guy, like, I'm going to rewind, try to rewind it again, even though this is being really dumb. It's hard to see in all the mix of er- the chaos what was actually going on, mm-hmm. but you can... I wish we could slow-mo this um, so we could actually take a look, but this gives you a kind of an idea of what the police has to respond right. and the amount of time they have to respond. Yeah. So a oh, police this. officer responding to... Police officer's running up. He puts his hand up. He's like, hey, hey, what's going on? Pretty much, like, trying to, like, get people to calm down. To a call gets out of his car. You see, this person here is being kind of attacked over in the corner right here, up past the car. And that's the person that, like, falls down and almost gets kicked in the head. So you see her fall down. That's not the girl that got shot. She was knocked over by the girl that got Later, shot. Hey, fatally out, shoots the 16-year-old girl. And you see her... Authorities say Bryant was threatening... Attacking with a knife. Like, lunging at the other person with mm-hmm. a knife. Again, it's hard to see, but you can still see yeah. what's going on. ...two other girls with a knife. But then it's you see that girl down in the corner, mm-hmm. like, almost get kicked in the head. It makes you... really makes you wonder what was going on right. with all of them there. Yeah. Like, are they all... Uh, his phone's uh, ringing. My bad. Please silence all phones during the... <laughs> yeah, it just makes you wonder what what was going on, the whole scene yeah. going on, because it was clearly more than just her that was part of this. Yeah. It was just like a big brawl, basically, and she happens to have the knife. Right, yeah. And again, with all that chaos, you don't have time to stop and be right. like, oh, she was being attacked right. by these... No, you, yeah. you have a woman that's about to stab somebody yeah. else. You, you see the threat, and you, you act against the threat. And, yep. I mean, that's... Again, unfortunate. Says body cam footage released by Columbus Police Wednesday showed the fatal encounter, which happened just before the country learned of the jury verdict against Minneapolis police officer Derek Chauvin. So you can see how timing would play yeah. into account um, yeah. national response to this and yeah. like the protests and stuff. Because the same time, the same day, I think it was, or couple days that they're yeah. about to release the verdict on Derek Chauvin, yeah. tensions are already high. Right. There had already been some protest back and forth, you know, when they said, when Waters came out and announced something, and again, we'll get into this tomorrow, uh-huh. but, you know, people were already talking about inciting violence and stuff, and so, yeah, this just kind of played into that. You had the Watson thing that happened a week prior. Mm-hmm. I mean, so, I mean, tension has just been ramped up since last May. Yep. Yep, and so when this happens at that exact moment, too, um, while the tensions are high, obviously things are going to go nuts, and the right. media is going to jump all over this shit, yeah. even though, again, everyone's coming out and saying, he did what he was supposed to do. Yes, yeah. it's horrible that another black person got shot by a cop, Yeah, but <laughs> you kind of got to pick your battles, though, well, with yeah. this, because when you're going after... The police officer that did what his job, shooting somebody that was like a direct, yeah. like life threat to somebody else, that kind of waters down your whole story. Right. Well, and and you did have people say, okay, well, he's damned if he does, he's damned if he doesn't, because if he doesn't shoot her, he doesn't stop her, and that girl gets stabbed, then they're gonna say, well, he didn't care enough to do anything. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It, it's like, what is the pro- appropriate response here? And, and like you said, until you're in that that position. Where you need to make a life and death situation within seconds, you're you just don't know. You don't know. I guess um, LeBron James did come out later and say his emotions may have gotten away oh, okay. away from him. So there is that. He said his Twitter post says anger does any 
does any of us any good? I'm guessing he means does not do any of us. It says, anger does any of us any good, and that includes myself. Gathering all the facts and educating does, though. My anger still is there for what happened to that little girl, my sympathy for her family, and and may justice prevail. So it sounds like he's coming out and being like, I, I looked into the facts and I probably right. <laughs> let my emotions get away. And he's saying there is still anger for what happened to the girl, but he specifically says gathering all the facts and educating <laughs> does a lot of good. Yeah. So it sounds like without saying it, he's saying, you know, maybe I should have looked into the facts before right. I came out and posted this, right. which he should have. Yeah. Like I, I get that there's immediate outrage when a black person is killed by a police officer, right. especially right now. But when the facts come out, and again, it looks like the officer did what he was doing, and you are screaming injustice over all of these, it waters mm. down your story or mm. your your push for systemic racism or in the police force and stuff yeah. when you're pointing at every incident as this. And then it comes back, oh, I guess this might have been justified. Then right. it, it that's just going to put discredit on <laughs> right. all your – every other thing that you cry against because yeah. – Critics of you, I'm not saying good or bad, but critics of you are going to say you're crying wolf one way or another. So it's like, dude, you, you got to get your facts straight before you release yeah. posts like this. Yeah. I, you know, again, things are so emotionally charged right now. I can see people still siding with that and being like, well, yeah, you're pissed, but you have a right to be pissed. Yeah. And, you know, you should be able to say that. You yeah. Know? So it's. Um, well, the. This bar in Ohio does not see that he has the right to say this because this o Ohio bar owner is now refusing to show any NBA games until LeBron James is expelled. Wait, so like an actual bar owner and not like like the legal bar? Oh, I don't know. I I, I don't know. That's <laughs> it's a bar. It's playing. It says they won't show another NBA game. So I'm guessing it. Uh, yeah, it's Lynn's Pub in Delhi oh, Township. Okay. So right. it's a bar. It is actually a bar. A bar not the it's bar. saying it's basically being like. The people we know, they're like, I'm never watching the NFL again right, until right. they get the politics out of okay. it. They're like, we're never going to play another NBA champ, uh, NBA game until yeah. he is. Um, okay. When, when I, I heard that the, the bar said there, I was like, oh, I didn't know the legal bar had the power to do that. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, who knows these days. But they want him expelled or they're yeah. never playing an NBA game again. What's your opinion on that? Do you, uh, does it's their right to do that? It is their right, but is it is it really going to fucking change anything? No, it won't. I it mean, won't. people who want to watch an NBA game I, are just going to go. I somewhere can else. see the place where they. It's going to be interesting to see because there is a, a huge cry right now to take the politics out of sports. Yes. Um, you know, you got you had Brett Favre this last week coming out and, and making a big deal about it. Yeah, and there were, there were a lot of people that cited with him. And a lot of people that that you know kind of said that he was being you know Racist. insensitive, a little tone deaf. Yeah. But he had a lot of supporters also, so I you know I, I'm not sure where that's going to end up coming down at the end of the day. Um, so you know I, I think personally people have a right to make their opinions known, but if you're an entertainer, you're an athlete, you're on public television, you know, people want to watch the game. So my question is. If you're for taking the politics out of sports and you're against um, him in his statements here, is calling on the NBA to expel him for that? That's not really. That's no. not taking politics no, out of sports. No, you're you're just getting involved in the politics. That's putting more politics yeah, in sports right. by calling on yeah. them to come down on him. And, and you know, like the NBA is gonna be like, oh, 
Louis Pub doesn't want to show our games. Oh shit! Oh, uh, we better expel LeBron James, yeah. the the number one uh, athlete in the <laughs> league, and and our number one uh, merchandise person. You know, right, right. My my thing is the the markets will speak for themselves. They will. Like pe- there's so much the outrage that yeah. he's already backpedaled on his freaking yeah. tweets twice now. They'll speak for themselves. If you don't want politics in games, yeah. don't call for the higher ups. To put more politics in games because right. that's just exactly <laughs> it's like, um, you know, who I can't remember who the uh, J- Jamal Lewis, I think, was the Ravens, uh, running back who, uh, you know, got on film, they got him on film like beating his girlfriend. Uh huh. Well, immediately, I mean, his jersey sales dropped, he lost all promotional deals, eventually, he was kicked out of the league, right? And, and so, yeah, I mean, if people are truly upset, the market's gonna speak for it, you yeah, know, right. I mean. I, I think LeBron James probably has a good show of support still. And just because this pub guy doesn't like, you know, doesn't like LeBron James calling out the cop, you know, I mean, it just, it, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. The, again, emotions were, were in play. I don't like it, but he has a right to say it. And, he, but he also has to live up with the, the consequences of it. Now, if somebody guns for this cop and kills the cop, does that put LeBron James on the hot seat? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, just, just as I mean, you say that, but then you said um, Donald Trump's things weren't like inc- inciting violence. But but there was different things that was said, though. I mean, Trump said, "Well, we're gonna we're gonna fight like hell to keep our you know to make our voices heard." Yeah, it's different from posting a picture of a cop and being like, "You're next." Yeah, you know, I understand. So so you do think he was inciting violence here, or do you think that was in his intention? No, I don't think it was his intention. I think he he was upset and. When he's saying you're next, he means like Chauvin got busted. You're next. Yeah, you're going to right. jail for this. But you think that people could potentially take this the wrong way, oh, and James should be accountable to that. I, I mean, I I think he should probably, you know, in any other league, you know, an athlete is is fined, you know, maybe given a suspension right. if it's something like I remember um, uh, Antonio Brown with the Steelers. There's times he would tweet things that you know were considered insensitive. I think Mendenhall was the running back for the Steelers, and he had actually said something about like uh, the United States got what had coming for nine one one or nine eleven, and oh, he ended yeah. up getting you know nobody wanted him on their team. Oh after yeah, that. obviously. And but he was fined. He was suspended for like three games, and I think LeBron James no different. You know, if if he's caused damage to a team due to some tweets or whatever. Then it's up to the team to deal with it. Or do you send him quietly away to pay, play baseball for a year and a half? <laughs> you know that gets possibly. into a whole, yeah, a whole different wormhole. Right. I know where you're going with Michael Jordan and yeah. his gambling debts right. and um, suspected other issues and theories that he went to play baseball be- to write out the suspension that quietly write out a NBA suspension. The NBA didn't want to make a big deal about it either. I could see. Something like that, where the NBA doesn't want to make a big deal about this because yeah. LeBron James is the face of the NBA right now, just like Michael Jordan was the face of the NBA. Right. Yeah. And if you if you tarnish LeBron James, you're tarnishing the NBA. Absolutely. So I mean, I I don't know where this goes. But I, but but maybe there's things that needs to change. Well, yeah, there is, but there's a lot of money to be well, made. No, I know that, and That's it's not just the United States. No, as we've seen, China has a huge stake in in the NBA. Right. And their politics overrule the politics that may be in the United States. Right. Because so. of big money coming in to exactly. uh, the media uh, yeah. companies supporting the NBA and stuff. So yeah. 
There's a lot of money that directs where decisions are made at high. Yeah. I'm and, sure it's the same way in all sports yeah. across the and, board. And so in the NBA, you can call out a cop and say you're next, but you can't call out Hong Kong not getting their democracy, right? <laughs> you know, <Right. laughs> or you can't call out Muslims being persecuted in in, yeah, makes, in China. It right? makes sense. It makes perfect sense to me. It's wherever the money's coming it from. It is, really. and, and so again, it just shows you know. Shove your social justice. Yeah, it's where the paycheck comes from. Right, and that—that's the whole thing. It's just like, you know, it's only we're only going to push social justice where um, it benefits us. If it fina- mm-hmm. financially is going to hurt us, we're not going to touch right. it. So, or we're not going to be allowed to touch it. Right. So, it—it's—it's it's all bullshit. It is, is what it is. Yeah. Um, I I see social justice at the top with the elites. Not necessarily maybe LeBron James. I don't know. Like you had told me that well, who was the NFL guy that called him out for instead of pointing at how oh, yeah he's defense former defensive end um, uh, Willie I don't remember his last name. Wiley Wiley was his last name yeah Willie Wiley was his no, name no just Wiley <laughs> okay. just Wiley oh, holy shit <laughs> but you were saying how he was saying instead of pointing out how um, the system is so against black people he should be pointing at like himself right. and saying how I am an example of how you can pull right. out of that system yeah exactly and that's not like no. LeBron James is too busy saying we're all oppressed yeah. we're always going to be held back and like you're a direct example of not being held back right like exactly. you're the yeah you wealthiest. you overcame all these these odds to become you know this wealthy i mean top of the league guy right and it, and instead of lifting that up, saying, "Look, you can overcome this too," you're saying, "Yeah, the system is set up against you. You're probably going to get shot." Yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. I think there's a lot of tone deafness when there it is. comes to celebrities, and that goes back to even Caitlyn Jenner. I think mm-hmm. she's got a level of tone deafness. She's not going to understand yeah. the world no. of real trans yeah. activists or real trans no. trans people because she came out when she was already a millionaire married to the freaking kardashians olympic star yeah has no clue about the real world and no clue what oppression of trans people would even look like yeah and to come out and be the bravest woman on time magazine but then also on the flip side get accused because she's republican of being a hack so uh, again that's why i don't like celebrities in politics that's why i don't like politics in our like celebrities because the tone deafness or mm-hmm. the the level of <laughs> really not r- connecting with the yeah. real people at this point is yeah. is ridiculous right. so no i agree absolutely we are out of time though with that i mean it's just a bunch of ridiculousness it the is. whole <laughs> everything going on right now is ridiculous yeah. and the stuff that's not being talked about is the more important stuff like yeah. the maxwell trial and the potential of elite pedophile rings being mm-hmm. exposed but nobody's going to really no talk about that when we have george floyd things going yeah. on we have more cop shootings and stuff like that so yeah. you gotta you gotta stand up for the little guy yeah uh, obviously but not them but not not or, those or, or, or them or so. yeah no not those ones yeah. wait no that might affect our constituencies yeah. and our the people yeah. putting money no we're not going to stand up for those little guys those little guys yeah. over there yeah. so we're going to get out of here make sure like we said check out the live stream tomorrow it's going to be bumped back to 7 30 p.m. Central Standard Time. That's good to know. To account for. I said this earlier, but I, you weren't I, listening. Sorry. And I posted it, and you reposted <laughs> it, so you should have seen this. Yes. Um, <laughs> to Because that's the time that works for John Odermatt of the Lions of Liberty, who is going to come on and talk 
criminal justice with us in regards to this Derek Chauvin case. So check that out. Share this around. Share that around. Make sure you get in here and listen to that and um, uh, kind of comment and yeah. participate and all that stuff. Yeah. If you have questions, call in. Call in. We will have oppor- hopefully have opportunity for call-ins depending on how long yeah. John goes. Um, we want to give him all the time he wants. So um, we'll, we'll try to make that happen. Otherwise, the comment section will always be open. So we'll try to keep track of comments too. And if you have a question for John, hit us up in the comment section on that YouTube video and we'll try to relay that to John as we're going. Yeah. So we're going to get out of here for this week. This has been your weekend wrap-up. Make sure you check that out tomorrow and share us all over social media. Otherwise, we'll just see you back here tomorrow. Peace. Bye. The Break the Bell podcast is brought to you by you. So pat yourself on the back because without you, we would be talking to ourselves. A special thanks to our Patreon members, Remzo and Justin. A shout out to our sponsors, Goulash Media. On the run with Remzo W. Martinez podcast and Van Zot Media. If you'd like to help support us, visit patreon.com slash breakthebell or buy our garbage at breakthebell.bigcartel.com. Get back here next time and let us continue to invade your ear holes and as always, never stop talking. <laughs>